Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wake up in the morning feeling like Waterman is extremely well, she's very slippery. You don't own me. Okay, now the tough question. Is this a try? Yes or no? Just because I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm Nolly Waterman. I'm Laura Jane Jones. And this, my friends, is the Try Hard Podcast. We are back from Japan. And once again, we did one podcast whilst we were over there for 11 nights. That promise of, guys, we're going to basically do like one a day didn't really come to fruition. So a polls for that. But we did collect lots of memories. Oh, so many memories. (laughs) Do you know what? My memory bank is full, as is my camera roll. I was going to say, and your photo, because you were a full tourist snapping away to the point where... I actually dread to think how many horrendous pictures you're going to pull out at birthdays, special memories. I cannot wait until January because I've got some crackers for a collage, my friend. We are actually recording this podcast in Cardiff. We are in Bar 44. Cardiff. Bar 44 on Westgate Street. Uh, So shout out to the Morgans for hosting us. Not that they know we're here, but um, Nice little bit of tapas. Yeah, lovely bit of tapas. Nolly ate a plate of tomatoes, if fave. Much like when we um, were away and she had a lovely plate of tomatoes um, for one of her meals. To Uh, be fair, I definitely didn't go the most authentic with my meals. So I had a Mexican, I had nachos, I had a burrito. McDonald's. I had a couple of McDonald's, which is horrendous. Italian. Um, had an Italian. Um, and I, the one thing that I didn't have when I was over there was sushi. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's all about experiences, <laughs> not necessarily culinary ones. And do you know what? We had some fun. So we went, since you've last heard from us. Um, Wales lost. Wales have lost, yeah. And we... To be fair, Ron was pretty gracious in, uh, in, defeat? That, in that defeat. No, in victory. No, in victory, yeah. I was... <laughs> Um, yeah, he he was pretty decent when we went back in there. I mean, yeah. your bottom lip was drabbing along the floor. You Massively. picked up most of the gravel from the... Uh, yeah, wasn't a good place. Wasn't stadium. a good place. But we had a, a lovely week after that as we built up to the third, fourth playoff and the final. We went to Harajuku, which, um, like the Gwen Stefani song, Harajuku Girls. Oh, my God. You literally is your perfect little street, isn't it? So the actual street is called... Takashita Street, <laughs> which reads as something quite different. Um, but it was absolutely immense. Like everything was fluffy or colourful. Molly found a rubber horse head. <laughs> Honestly, it was literally like being living in 
LJ's world. It, it, in I my think brain. in your brain, if you could, you would make the world that that candy floss was good for the gram, horrendous. Yeah. Like, is candy floss actually taste like that even when you're a kid? Yeah, it's just sugar. It's just Awful. sugar and air, isn't it? But it was good buzzing. Picture. Good picture. I had a bubble tea um, in a baby's bottle. Weird. Like they're in some weird the stuff outfits, over there. Though. We bought a couple of jackets, didn't we? Oh yeah, no, not our outfits. They were pretty lame in compared to yeah. some of the others. But however, the shop that we bought our matching jackets in, we did try everything on in the store, and the girl looked like she was going to stab us both. To the point where you also tried on a pair of trousers that had a panda on the bum. They weren't trousers; they were plus fours. They didn't even come down to like the <laughs> bottoms of my legs, and they had a panda on the bum. It was like a flap with a panda oh, on. Well, anyway, um, we've just been talking about what we're going to say on this pod and trying to remember what we did and. Most of our time was spent in the evenings catching up with mates. Yeah, it was. Including the Magatron, Alfonso. Oh. Maggie Alfonso, as Mike Phillips called her. Um, Maggie Alfonso, um, unbelievable mate, known her for nearly 20 years and got to party with her. And she's quite a serious soul when it comes to being with the ITV lot. And, you know, she did an amazing job. Incredible like, job. In Vision, the whole of the World Cup, absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, took that form into karaoke. It was great yeah. to have a night out with her and Marcella um, and some of the other ITV crew. Um, you yeah. you sang with Maggie. You did a little uh, oh my god duet. Boys to men. Anyone else out there that doesn't enjoy karaoke? Please feel my pain. It was absolutely horrendous. We were actually dressed as well. We weren't dressed as Mario and Luigi, but I had had a couple to drink and thought that we were. I've now seen the photos and basically Nolly had a red dress and I had a green dress. Yeah, that it was fancy. A lot of the karaoke bars there have a fancy dress rail. Why do they do that? Just to make it lols. Yeah, but it, like it's rubbish fancy dress. Like some of them have got like school uniforms on, others. So basically they were satin dresses, which I definitely, in my head, I can remember being like, we're Mario and Luigi. And you just <laughs> looking at me and I was like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know who Mario and Luigi are. Clearly neither do I because that's not what we were dressed as. But it was an unbelievably epic week. Yeah, um, real good fun. I Well, both of us did a little bit of work whilst we were there. Yeah. Um, but we went to third fourth playoff in Tokyo Stadium yeah and uh, with Fiona from and the DHL crew yeah which was um, real cool a little bit weird wasn't it the hospitality there oh yeah it was like one big room away from the stadium yeah what did you say it was like it was a closed show yeah basically if anyone who's listening has been to like clothes show live or like the horse show at Olympia or like the snow show at Olympia when you walk in and there's like loads of booths that's basically what like the hospitality looked like. It was modelled on. Yeah, it was strange. There was no catwalk though, disappointingly. Um, um, but yeah, that was cool. Um, obviously, a disappointing result for Wales, but good atmosphere, good performance from New Zealand, and then the final, which was one heck of a day. We were guests of Sock Gen Society General. Nolly was up on the stage um, with. Uh, Matt Gitto and Thierry Dusatois, which meant that Nolly was the only World Cup winner up there. Well, no, Conrad Smith did start. Yeah, but that doesn't help my narrative. <laughs> so I also He's rubbed it in and was accused of being a savage. But, you know, sorry, boys. Um, so I managed to... Um, well, Conrad Smith needed a lift from the hotel. His wife was feeling a little bit worse aware from the night before. So there was a spare ticket. Oh, lo and behold, my mate's eyes popped out of her head. I was and like, oh, Connie, if you insist. Yeah, so um, we had 
Conrad Smith's wife's ticket into hospitality and then two of the, some of the best tickets in the stadium to watch the game. Unbelievable. Um, and you were given, to be fair, you got one photo, um, but you were given one job to take photographs of me whilst I was working so I could send them back to Michelle. And you're acting like a 14-year-old girl, weren't you? I don't know what you're talking Although about. Although 14-year-old girls don't drink champagne, so we're going to go up to 18-year-old girl that had champagne for the first time. Um, I had a couple of glasses of champagne in there and didn't necessarily make the best account of myself. <laughs> I didn't do anything silly or embarrassing, but I didn't do anything that pleased my fellow tryhards. So, to the point where I actually left ho- left to go home. Yeah, um, nearly had an asthma attack on the way to the taxi because I was not feeling very well, um, and it was really fun. That makes me sound like a really bad friend. <laughs> Um, but she partied the night away um, with lots of the people from World Rugby and then World Rugby Awards, Glitz and Glamour. Glitz and Glamour. Um, Nolly was the first prize giver on the evening. Oh my God. So basically went in, had um, LJ was in a room <laughs> waiting to be invited <laughs> in the bath. down. Um, and did so I tell you that bath had jacuzzi jets in it? Yes, you did. Oh, you? sorry. Yeah, you did. Um, so mm. we... Uh, had our like welcome um, Alex Payne we, the um, South African team arrived here with the um, trophy and what was really cool was uh, Vili LaRue um, spotted me and like waved at me oh, and about, Wasps friends yeah Waspies um, although he's left now um, and he texted me saying uh, well he came over and said hello um, which I thought was really sweet um, to come and say hi um, World so Cup winner cool. to World Cup winner yeah um a little bit of a 15 love on Instagram oh. um, and then he was I was like oh it's great to see you and he's like yeah enjoy the cold weather say hello to wasps I was like, oh. as you're heading back to Japan he's because he's going back to play there lovely who yeah. can blame him anyway um if you're a fan really of Taco Bell and McDonald's there are plenty <laughs> long long story don't even know where I'm going but had a starter and then I went behind the scenes and they did the, first of all, they did the montage. So I'm stood behind the main screen, just about on stage. And the music is pumping. This place has got like hundreds of people in there. Music, amazing. I can't see the screen, but this music, honest to God, I am more nervous than going out for the World Cup final. Stood behind this thing in high heels in a glitzy outfit with a trophy that's actually quite heavy with these My Little Mitts. <laughs> um, and then... And then they were like, right, you're going to be going on. And then she was like, oh, no, it's the sevens VT. So then I like, honest to God, I was like, I was so nervous. It was really? like, it's like I'd licked the floor. I had no moisture <laughs> in my mouth and I had to read the, like who the winner um, for the sevens award was. Um, and uh, yeah, massive shout out to Ruby Tui for, we love you, for getting that. Um, but all three of them could have been worthy winners of that award. Yeah. They're absolute legends. Um, but yeah, Sarah Hirini and Tyna Leith. Tyler, Tyler Nathan Wong, Nathan Wong. <laughs> uh, mouth that. dry again um, um, yeah you know like you say it honestly could have gone to any of them and what was super cool was um, one of my favourite players on the series um, men and women is Jerry Tuai and he took the award um, for men's sevens player of the year and he was sat on my table and his wife looked amazing um, he's been there th- this is his third year as a, nominate, as a nominee um, and this time he took his wife and she was there to film him get his uh, trophy. So that was real cool and a lot of love for the Sevens world. i tell you who else we have to give a shout out to. She was a beautiful South African green mermaid at the awards. Um, but Alma Smith, who's been working for World Rugby <laughs> on the Daily Show throughout the tournament, actually um, is a friend of mine um, who I 
you know, knew before the World Cup and um, it was really great to catch up with her. And it was really nice because on Halloween, she came and joined the girls for a couple of drinks. Sadly, we hadn't bought her a jacket to match our own. I know, gutted. Um, but you know, it was really nice to meet Elma. So, like, you spoke about her, I've seen her on social media, etc. But, um, yeah, it was real cool. We had a good chat while she would disappeared off to your Welshies. Genuinely really nice to meet someone that is a huge trailblazer um, in South Africa as the... Um, pretty much the only female voice and oh my god she's like super popular like lots of people oh wanted god. photographs with her obsessed with her um, although this one guy came over and was like that beer's too big for you because she had a pint of beer and then was like can I have a photo I was like mate the thing is it, it's a really difficult one because sometimes women and beers just really let themselves down um <laughs> So earlier on in the evening on the oh, Halloween. Ha, ha. I thought you'd get this one in. Nolly and I, so we'd gone to this bar where we were meeting Alma, which I thought I'd describe really well to her. And it then took her about 25 minutes to find because I didn't realise that Pins had a 65 foot radius. And also there's more than one 7-Eleven in uh, Yeah, all right. I know, I know that now. Um, anyway, Nolly and I walked into this bar. I was like, oh, what do you fancy? She was like, definitely a Guinness. Um, so... I mean, it doesn't taste quite the same as back in. No, so Nolly sat down or stood up with her Guinness and she was like, oh, you know, take a photo of me with it. I was like, yeah, of course, that's my official job now. Photographer, David Bailey. Um, so she picks up the Guinness and puts it to her lips and I just saw this as a prime opportunity and she went, shall I, shall I drink it? I was like, yeah, take a sip, mate. Right hand, <laughs> the perfect buffalo call with photographic evidence. So congratulations, yeah. my friend. Although, You've been got. However... You did one of the most horrendous things this trip. Not just once, but twice. But oh, the first don't. time, you talked to me about doing a buffalo with a pint of Guinness. You did a buffalo doing a shoey. It's no oh. words. No words. I don't think it counts. <laughs> Can we not talk about me doing shoeys? Because it's <laughs> like, I'm so appalled at myself. Well, you know what is Shout worse? out. No, no, no. You know what is worse? is the state of that floor and how I know Stop how it. much walking I know you've done in Tokyo in those trainers. Let's talk about oh shoes, actually. You had an absolute stinker. So someone that I think, I mean, look up to is probably the wrong type of word to say. No, you've said it now. You have a lot of, you put a lot of energy and time into your outfits, into what you, you took a pair of running trainers, a pair of white daps and some flip-flops to... Don't talk Japan. about my flip-flops, mate. It's too soon. The, the, the flip-flops died in the world's stickiest part. Oh, my gosh. Literally ripped off my foot. It was stuck to the floor. <laughs> I walked off and my flip-flop ripped off my foot. Um, I also took a pair of trainers that rubbed my feet so I couldn't wear them. Yeah, so they, you didn't wear those. And then the white daps became mottled grey. And then you decided to drink. Wait, drink out wait hang on a minute. Um, I'd just like to shout out to um, Nivea Eye Makeup Remover, who we've now discovered <laughs> is the ultimate trainer yes. cleaner. Anyone at home, it's the one that's in like a blue and clear um, mixed liquid. Honestly, it and brings trainers up like new. And then afterwards, you can wipe them again on surround two. Makes yeah. It's a lot easier. It's obviously got a- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good oil. But anyway, we've skipped over the fact that um, you've brought us into Guinness and you there has been a huge result from the Try Hard podcast. Oh, what a result. Um, we'd just like to say thank you to everyone for joining in the fun with the Tryhards Match Point League over the course of the World Cup. It has been absolutely superb and wow, um Nolly well, do the honors. Who who won the Tryhards League? Um two people won the Tryhards trying hardest for me and that was Georgie Gulliver and my brother Sam Waterman. But the actual winner of the Tryhards League, drum roll please. Brrrm. Charlie Cutting. Charlie from, Cutting from round, round one. one. And Charlie Cutting didn't only win the Try Hearts League. Charlie Cutting won the Global <laughs> Match Point League. So a Try Hard is the the outright match point winner. Thousands and of people. Th- literally thousands, tens so of thousands. I've never been so proud in my life. Huge shout out to Pat Foreman, my mate, yeah. who has welcomed onto um, the the Matchpoint app and also the Tryhards podcast, all of his mates, and in particular, the biggest tryhard of them all, Charlie Cutting, absolutely smashed it. And you must actually realise how much credit you've got because my brother, Sam, acknowledged you over text message about how good he had performed. Wow. <laughs> On a more personal note with regard to the Tryhards League, I don't think anything could be funnier than the fact that a single point separated (laughs) us in the end. A single point. I just, I just think it's hilarious that I'm. You know what? I'm actually genuinely annoyed because I missed four right answers. Stop your excuses. By working too hard. Yeah, that's what it was. Not, (laughs) not that you were disorganised and didn't put them in. No, working too much, and yeah. But well done, Laura Jane. The worst, Laura. Well done. The worst thing about you missing scores was the fact that you missed scores on days where I'd made you put social media posts out to remind other people to do theirs. And then the next day you're like, oh, I didn't do mine. Yeah, England game I missed. That was a tragic one. Pathetic. Um, yeah, some of the obvious ones anyway. But um, How yeah, fun m- was that though? How fun was doing match point during the World Cup? I you know, it. I think, to be honest, your mum's enjoyment epitomises how yeah, one easy it is and two, how it is for everyone. So yeah. um, I'm sure on the back of our... Um, enjoyment and involvement we'll be doing a bit more with them but thanks everyone to for signing up and uh, yeah Charlie Cutting Ledge and so those great people, name great name great performance in tryhards match point league um, for those people who won 
any of the rounds. So there are seven of you in total. And obviously, Charlie won a round and the overall thing. There will be prizes with you in the next couple of weeks. We basically just didn't order them because we went to Japan. Yeah, and also... But we know what they are. But we also got you some stuff from yeah, all there the are way from Japan, which I think you will be much appreciatios yeah. of. Is that Japanese? Yeah, I know. That's... Um, that's Arigato part. cheese on toast. Yeah. <laughs> right, so... What have we been doing today then, Laura? I'm going to smash your face in before long, my I friend. Most people call you Laura today, mate, so oh, really follow annoyed, you on trend. Really annoyed me. Um, we... <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, mate. We are in Cardiff. What about Jane? I, I think you don't... No, I think you look more like a Laura than a Jane. I think you look really annoying, <laughs> so stop saying that to me. Um, Is it as annoying as your mum put in Nolly with a knee? Every time, every time. And like, I've now got to the point where I reply to her message. She's like, are you with Nolly? Uh, like, oh my God, last night. So I landed at Heathrow last night, Monday, after no, Tuesday evening. After 14 days. Uh, after travelling. I swam back from Japan. Um, got a taxi to Heathrow. So basically came back. My car was at Nolly's. Picked her up and then we drove back to Cardiff. Got back at like 11pm. My mother rang me after I dropped Nolly off at her hotel in Cardiff. And was like... Um, she could have stayed here I was like what she was like she could have stayed here I was like well we're both working at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning and we've just got back I'm pretty sure she wants to stay in a hotel well she could have stayed here I was like to be fair I would have had a catch up with Karen I met Nick yet I wouldn't have been there that's fine you don't Um, need to be I'm part of the family but um, yeah my mum keeps every time I'm the Jane to your Laura mate (laughs) (laughs) Danielle how does Brian say your name Danielle. Danielle. Uh, no, that, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are really like off on a tangent here. We are in Cardiff because today was the European Champions Cup launch. Yeah, buddy. The Heineken Cup, 25 Heineken years. Champions Cup, Heineken Champions Cup, Heineken Champions Cup. I've said so, it about 5,000 times today. Um, 25 years of this incredible competition, which obviously kicked off in um, 1996 when Toulouse beat Cardiff. And to be in fair. In Cardiff. So after meeting um, Thierry Dussoutois, what a great name, great guy, um, great handbags. Yeah, um, looked good in his uh, looked good in his tux. Um, after meeting him, I didn't know whether um, whether a French person could be topped, but Emile Entemac. I got to interview him. I don't know what I'm doing when I'm interviewing, but I got tense. He lifted the trophy, and I'm so frustrated. I didn't actually ask him on when the camera was rolling but I asked him because the trophy is this like basically the um, posts with a star on top and I was like that's pretty dangerous and he was like yep and he said and we broke it three times the crossbar fell off (laughs) 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 Um, so yeah that was real cool to interview him and then got to catch up with um, the player from Anna the DOR or coach from each of the teams Um, you were doing stuff in social media in the warm I was outside and yeah. Slightly cooler stadium. Um, but the first, you know, today, first time I've ever been down pitch side in the Principality. Oh, no and way. Is, I would say it's the one stadium, I'd probably say it's my favourite stadium, um, but I never got the chance to play there. Um, That's real sad. I think it's most people's favourite stadium. If you're a rugby purist, because the reality is it is a rugby stadium. Um, and it's cool. Thank, thanks for that. Um <laughs> I'm just um, saying, but the it's true. Do you know what my favourite thing today? So I was doing some social media stuff about um, like things that players do on their mobile phones, and I asked Charlie Yules about his most like popular apps, 
And his fourth most popular app, because he went through them in his screen time section of his phone, bit much, try hard, um, was a game called Clash of Clans. What? Yeah, it's like a boys, like Farmville thing. Wait, I think you collect gems or crossbows or something. Anyway, so we're talking about gems that. or crossbows. I don't know. I, when I worked at Cardiff You're such Blues, a girl. when I worked at Cardiff Blues, the boys used to talk about COD all the time, and I thought it was a protein shake for two years, and then I realised it was like a computer game, Call of Duty. Um, Even I knew that. Yeah, but I'm not. In, I'm not into gaming. I, I used to play Yahtzee on CD-ROM. That's don't, enough for me. Bit of solitaire. Bit of minesweeper. Anyway, so I tell you what, I do love. What? Pac-Man. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, because you're like you're born in the 1950s. And that's yeah, why. I remember going on my um, Atari. We didn't have a joystick, so you'd use the different um, letters on the keyboard, and Mum would go, "Man, are you ruining the A?" <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Super saying that as well. So Charlie Yules was talking to me about um, Clash of Clans, and Stu Hooper comes in, and he was like, "Oh, you know, what were those? You know, what were, what have the boys been doing on their phones and stuff?" And I said, "Oh." Um, yeah, he was, uh, Charlie was telling me about the boys, Bath boys playing Clash of Clans. And uh, I said, well, what's the, what's the Bath clan called? And Charlie looked really sheepish, like almost panicked by it. And he, he was like, um, oh, um, I was like, oh, oh, is it rude? And he was like, oh, no, we're, um, we're called Hooper's Troopers. The look on Stu Hooper's face of like Loved it. slight embarrassment, but also immense pride. And then he went, are you any good? yeah we're really good and he was like oh yeah my boys, boys. i said you're gonna start like introducing that into training he was like that's what we're doing on tuesdays from now on i loved it i don't understand like games on apps and stuff oh me neither i um, the only games i, I play are sliding into dms baby oh i know i don't do that at all so i, I don't say, even know why off? i said that why are you showing off i don't know um, it's like the, I used the to last play a thing, thing called i bloody panda do puff. that was quite good you had to save the pandas i like bejeweled What's that? It's one where you like have to match like three in a row and stuff like that. Why are you pointing your finger everywhere? Because <laughs> I'm I'm like stroking the screen. Oh. Um, there's nothing more annoying than when you have small children in your life. I've got small godchildren. Of, have you got any games on your phone? <laughs> William used to ask me that on like an almost daily basis, and it's the most. So now I say to him, "This is a work phone, William," and obviously all he sees me do is go on Instagram. So he obviously thinks you are working it yeah, I'm working it uh, more rugby this weekend yeah of an international flavour what's that you say the World Cup's over no 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 here come the girls oh wow how long have you been thinking about that line like a couple of seconds mate this stuff is just it's so natural to me yeah um, yeah Red Organic. Roses go over um, and play France um, you know what it's actually quite a hard one to call um, I haven't seen the French squad yet um, but the Red Roses squad has come out, but not the team. Um, we should actually probably just say a massive congratulations to Skaz as well, who picked up. No, yeah, of course, we just talked about sevens, 15s players of the year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, massively deserved, actually. She had a really good season, but is a ridiculously talented player that has never been recognised with that accolade. Yeah. And I think, um, actually, this time was the first... They, they acknowledged this time that it's the... F- first time they've had a female panel choose the female yeah. player of the year that we were strategically picked in terms of our roles within the game um, and I spoke to Skaz afterwards and she said you know the one year that you would feel really proud to get it yeah. is this one because it's from your peers basically yeah. Um, so yeah it was uh, it was really cool she looked awesome um, yeah she did red uh, red jumpsuit and uh, yeah and and spoke really well, spoke really eloquently about the game and where she was at. And yeah, she's she's flown back um, 
In fact, when I saw her at the hotel, I recommended the Italian that we went down the road, and she was like, I think I might have Japanese. <laughs> Amateur. Um, so, yeah, so the Red Roses play France. Um, you know what? I this is a this is a big statement for them oh. um they beat them in the in the summer but not convincingly yeah um it was a pretty uh weakened french side one because of the sevens but two because of injuries um safi and Daye wasn't playing i'm pretty sure roman menager wasn't playing um obviously all the sevens girls are out so um yeah i think it'd be a good challenge something they need they've got away game, home game, and then they're playing Italy. Um, they're playing playing France down in Exeter. Um, and I think with the statements that they've made in terms of the Women's Premiership yeah. this year, um, this is a big moment for them to get right yeah. after a really cool Six Nations. Wales had a really disappointing result last weekend um, against they Spain. Spain. They lost to Spain. Spain in Spain. So uh, I know that there were a number of debutants in that um, Wales starting lineup. Um, but regardless of that, there were enough players there. Um, Karis Phillips getting a milestone cap. Um, who have you just noticed that the music's got a little bit louder? Are they trying to tell us to... to <laughs> it also sounds like it should be the background music of perhaps an adult film. It's got, <laughs> it's got a slight can frisson. Sh- can you not shimmy like that in front of me? Are you not enjoying that? Um, so, do you know, but not many people would know that uh, Spain were actually in the Women's Six Nations. Indeed. Um, Alhambra Nieves, in fact, played yeah, for Spain in the Women's Six Nations. Against me over in Spain ah. um, back in 2004. Um, four. Four. I'm trying to remember the years. No, not 2004. Ah, oh, 2005. Maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. But they were there. Um, in fact, I actually played in the first ever game when it swapped to Italy. And... Um, I'm pretty sure that was my only yellow card in a 15s game, was that game over in Rome. Um, and and then in my fact, I think that's what one of the sound bites on our sting is taken from that game. No, no, it's not, because that game was basically played in a playground um, <laughs> with a little bit of grass. Um, the aftermatch function was served on plastic plates, and it was, um, you know, that fake... Um, women's fake, rugby friends, honestly, women's rugby. Fake chicken with cheese on top with yellow ba- yellow breadcrumbs oh, all around start, it. Oh, stop, mate. And um, it was on served on park benches. I, honest to God, and my mum had been, they, so all the friends and family had been like drinking. Like, <laughs> great opportunity to go over to Rome. Like, yeah. for first time ever, mum was like, yeah, get on that bandwagon. Yeah. Um, they'd all been drinking. We then did a tour of Rome um, and then met them by the Trevi Fountain. And my mum was trying to get Mick Stanford's dad, no, Amy Turner's dad, into the Trevi Fountain. Super. Um, and then we went for dinner. And uh, she, I'm not painting my mum in a very good light, but this was like, she went full full party mode on this trip. Um, so we sat in this really, so I decided I'd take my mum slightly quieter away from the squad. She'd obviously had a couple of wines and that. And I sat there, <laughs> um, four of us at the table, pretty quiet little place. And um, somehow out of nowhere fell on the floor. And I was like, okay. And then she decided that she would shout, she pushed me, um, pointing at me. Oh my God. I've never been so embarrassed in my life oh my with God. my mum. And, and they, like everyone in, the, everyone in the restaurant was looking at me as if I'd basically pushed my mum off the table. Oh my God. <laughs> Super. Anyway. Um, Quite enjoy that. Yeah. So um, that was the first trip to Rome. First yellow card. Um, Memories. Well, this weekend, England, France, France, England, England, France, 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 England, England, France, France, England, France, England, home team is first. 
Yeah, but I can't work out where it is. That's why I was just saying oh, it like it's that. in France. I, I do understand how <laughs> fixtures are written down, Nolly, thanks. Um, that I was game, really confused by that. <laughs> that game is live on Sky Sports this weekend and Wales face Ireland on Sunday and that game will be live on BBC Wales. So it's great to see that these women's internationals, despite the fact that there's no men's internationals this November, yeah. are getting the airtime that they truly and richly deserve. So next week, um, we'll talk about those games we'll have a look back reflect on them and we will preview the first weekend of the european champions cup competition sounds like fun to me see you then guys ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 